Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wayne. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Hello, modern lovers. So glad to be with you again this evening. And tonight, I'm wondering, how busy are you? And if you're a modern woman, I know you're super busy. And if you know a modern woman or you're living with one, you're going to learn something tonight about making your life or her life more effortless. Tonight's guest is Indrani Phillips, who has created the online platform, The Effortless Life. We're going to hear from her on how she is helping women around the globe make their lives more effortless, have more ease, more joy, and I'm signing up right now. Welcome to the show, Indrani Phillips. Hello, Indrani. Are you there? There you go. Lost you there for a second. Welcome. So glad you're with us. So So glad to be here. Oh, yeah. How did you get interested in something called the effortless life? Oh, my goodness. So I um, I – I'm notorious of not doing things the easy way, and I think that that's um, how this whole thing came around. It definitely was a work in progress, um, the effortless life for me, but as I mitigated and went through a lot of transitions in my life, I started really doing the inner work. What kinds of transitions? Oh, my goodness. Um, it in, in high, in All through growing up, I should say. I had a lot of issues with my speaking. I had a stuttering problem as well as a lot of confidence issues. When I'm Indian and I'm first generation here, and growing up I was predominantly around Caucasians, um, mostly Caucasians um, in, in grade school and middle school. And so I constantly felt left out. No one could identify with me with my name and my dark features. And on top of that, I had a stuttering problem. So I just wanted to be the wallflower and be able to blend in and not cause any attention to me because I was a big introvert. And um, and so growing up, you know, kind of transitioning through that and really understanding that, you know, I'm meant to stand out and I'm meant to make a difference. Um, in my 20s, I was the total checklist kind of girl, and I got a whole. I created goals for myself, and I achieved all of them, which was wonderful. 
until one day I was at 29. I was married at 26. I had my first kid at 28. And Ronnie, I'm sorry, dear, your microphone just got blocked a little bit. Uh, I lost oh. a little bit of sound there. Go right ahead. Is that is that better? That's much better. Thank you. Okay, perfect. Um, so at 29, you know, I checked everything off of my list. I had the husband. I had my first child. We had the dream home, the great job, the live-in nanny. Andrani, are you with us? Hello. We'll have to get Andrani back. She has just jumped off. One sec. We'll get her back. Okay. Thank you so much, Cliff. Everybody hang tight. Because we want to hear more about how somebody who used to hide realized they were meant to stand out and be different and make a difference. I'm kind of excited about all that. Because every one of us has something to overcome. And on the road to overcoming, guess what? You're on the road to love. Yes, yes, yes. All right. And Ronnie Phillips will be right back with us to tell us more about the effortless life. And while we are waiting for her, because she's a techie, I know she knows how to do it, I want you to just ask yourself, here you go, Indrani, I have a question for everybody, and I'm going to put it to you. What okay. about you do you think is not good enough that you can transform, just like Indrani did, into that being not a negative, but being a huge plus? Because I love what you said, Indrani, that you were meant to stand out. You know, I I, I really feel but if people are battling this right now with the inner critic, with our confidence levels and telling us we're not good enough. And so many times, you know, we, we feel like the inner voice, and I have a name for my inner voice, the inner critic, um, we, we feel like that's, it's, that's holding us back. Where I started making that transformation and I started really asking myself, like, what is my purpose and why am I here? And as I started going through all of the different, as I started going through all the different events in my life, I realized that I had a huge story to share because as I got over the transitions, you know, I got divorced at 30. I was a single mom, which was very frowned upon in the Indian community. Um, I manifested my soulmate because I, I, I did that work. And then I transitioned in. I was I worked at Corporate America at Toyota for 16 years. All right, now, hold I transitioned. On, hold on one second, because I've got to catch up with you. What a journey! <laughs> so here you are. Wait, wait. We are checklisting, checklisting. I've got the home. I've got the living nanny. I have a child. I'm married. And then one year later, you're divorced. What happened? Um, in my divorce, for for the reason for the divorce, or um, the yeah, the manifesting the story explaining why one ends up divorced because there are a lot of us who've been on that road too, yeah. And there's always something to learn from it. Yes. Um. So for for me to be completely transparent, um, I ended up, you know, when when I was twenty four, twenty five, I was thinking about getting married, and I had blinders and filters on. I made decisions with my head to say, okay, I want to marry somebody Indian. I want to marry someone with the same religion, the same background. So then when we raise our children, we're able to raise them with the commonalities that, you know, I really desired. And so as a result, you know, anyone else that didn't fit into that box, I disregarded completely. 
So whittling it down, you know, to be honest, like when I was, you know, dating around, my parents would set me up with guys and some of them were literally like straight from India and I was born and raised here and we've been very assimilated with the U.S. culture. So it was a big clash, you know, and, and that didn't really work out. So I ended up marrying my college sweetheart and he was a great guy, you know, safe, secure, but I married him for reasons because I didn't want to get hurt. I didn't want someone who's going to cheat on me. I didn't want someone that was going to physically or verbally or mentally abuse me um, from a lot of the things I saw as a child. And so my story was if I marry someone out of love, then I may be at risk of getting hurt. And of course, I didn't realize this in the moment. But as I started doing that processing, you know, asking myself at 29, why, like, why is this happening to me? Um, and it was, it was a monumental moment. I remember walking into our 4100 square foot home and I walked through the hallway and I passed by a mirror. And as I looked into the mirror, I didn't recognize my reflection. And that's when like the house of cards came tumbling down. Um, my, my ex-husband and his family, really great, amazing people, but I started realizing that I lost myself to try to be the perfect wife, the perfect daughter-in-law for everyone else, and I lost who I was. Um, so, What a powerful story, Indrani. Thank you for your transparency, because you certainly are not alone. There are a lot of us who are on the path that love is supposed to look a certain way, and we buy that whole, ugh, we buy that package instead of opening the package that's inside us and saying, who am I and what do I need? So thank you for sharing. It's very instructive and very courageous of you, A, to go down that path and go on that journey, and B, to share it with us. Thanks so much. So You're so welcome. And, and you know what, I, I, I also want to mention that, that whole process, you know, being from a traditional Indian family, I would get emails from my dad every single day telling me that I was a horrible mother. I should give up custody if I'm not going to stay and make it work. Um, and that just made me Ouch. adamant. Ouch. Yeah. And, it, and it, it was one of oh those things, God. to be honest with you, Dr. Brenda, it sounds very harsh, but I knew it was coming from a good place. But that's just how he expressed it. Um, but after a while, I turned it into a joke, and I'm known as a silver lining kind of gal. So literally every morning, I would get it at work, pages and pages on email. So I would forward it over to my girlfriend at work. She would kind of filter it for me and read it and let me know if there's anything I needed to really know. And most of the time, she's like, no, just delete it. It's fine. Oh, it's just that's so good. <laughs> that was such a good self-protective thing to do for yourself. Oh, bless your yeah. dad. My God. So now, how do you, you said you started doing a lot of inner work during this period. What did you do? Because something very big there changed for you. I am. So kind of backtracking a little bit, once I figured that out, I had a bold, awkward, horrible conversation with my husband. And, um, and to be honest, he wasn't happy either. Um, I, I will say if I stayed, I think one of us probably would have been, um, and it, will, it probably would have been me who would have, you know, cheated or had like an extramarital affair um, because I wasn't fulfilled. 
And um, in in my situation, I really feel like my ex-husband would have stayed in the situation because it's so easy to stay um, rather than really question and say, you know, it is for something more for us. So we, I agreed to go to counseling. We went to therapy. And through the therapy, I actually realized that, no, this isn't, I can't do this. So actually the, ther- the therapy actually catapulted me to make a quicker decision on leaving the marriage. Um, and from that point on, I started doing a lot of inner work regarding therapy and coaching to really understand what I did in the marriage and how I contributed to our divorce. It's so easy to blame the other person and say, oh, well, he did that or we weren't a good match and blame the other person. But I realized that if I really want to do this and if I really want to, I believe in soulmates. I believe in, you know, the happily ever after to a certain extent. And I knew that I had to do the work to make sure that I was ready for that person to step into my life. And so going through that process, I really got clear on, oh, my gosh, okay, this is what I did. This is how I argue. This is, you know, I use my parents to say, well, my dad's like that. I'm just like my dad or I'm just a Scorpio. But I started getting really clear and, say, and saying, and I want to cut- are such mellow people, Indrani. I don't understand. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know what? And, and that's the thing, um, Dr. Brenda. I feel like there's so many people that are tied up in those stereotypes to say, oh, I'm a Scorpio, you know, and, and, that's, and, and that's what it is. But I started realizing, you know, this person I want to manifest and have into my life, is he going to want me? And he, is he going to receive me and who I am right now? And I realized that I had a lot of work to do before I even went out there to find that person. So I, I really did the work. I got super clear on what I wanted, who I wanted to be, what experiences I wanted to have, and the emotions I wanted to have in this relationship. So that for the first time, I sank into my heart, and I got really clear, and I kind of created that connection between my head and my heart to – really, you know, get down to the things that were the core values and the most important to me. And then I started doing the work. Yeah. Good for you. Because when you say, I sank into my heart and connected head and heart, I know exactly what you mean. You're tapping. And everybody, you can, as I like to say when I'm coaching people uh, in our classes, you can borrow Benefam Indrani. You can learn from her journey, which is, are you connecting to your head and heart? And, Andrani, once you got through the deep work that I know you did to connect head and heart, therapy, coaching, probably a number of other things, what was the big takeaway for you? My big takeaway was that it's not, I mean, there's, there's no one answer. And it's not about checking things off the box. And it's not about just sitting, you know, on the hill and manifesting. You know, there's got to be a combo, hybrid approach to both. And the the great thing was, was with my background at Toyota headquarters, I learned a lot about processes and systems and really being able to implement strategy and plans. And so that, I mean, I was very masculine and I could do all of those things. So by embracing the feminine and dropping into my heart and getting real with my emotions, because as a kid, Dr. Brenda, my, my dad would say, don't cry. You know, no one's going to take you seriously if you're emotional, which I'm sure a lot of women 
here and still here today that, oh, she's emotional. You know, we've got to be strong and being corporate America, we've got to really be assertive and not push our emotions aside. Um, I started realizing the power of my emotions and the power of my vulnerability and how that can really rocket me and get me to where I want to be. So my big learning was to use both and connect, you know, the masculine and the feminine, the heart and the head. Now, when you say the power of your emotions and how that could help you connect, how exactly did that work for you? Um, Gosh, I had to deal with a lot of the things from the past. I had to deal with, you know, molestation that I had. I had to deal with the things that were told to me, the things that I saw, the things that I witnessed, the domestic violence, the cops being called, all of those things. You know, I really feel like as children, we kind of figure out a way to get through that. And the way that I got through it was I blocked it out. I literally created a compartment for myself in, in my head, and I shut the door. I put furniture against it. I locked it up, and I pretended it never existed. And so I, um, the way that I love describing it is I was going up this mountain because I'm an ambitious, hustling type of woman. So nothing was going to stop me. So I was traveling up this, you know, this, this huge mountain with a backpack of rocks because I, I, was, I kept on telling myself, in spite of all the things, in spite of my adversity, in spite of all these things that have happened to me, I'm going to succeed. The big difference was, as I started doing the work and as I started embracing those situations and saying, what can I learn from this? How can I use this? How can I help myself grow? How do I evolve from this? I was able to take those rocks one at a time out of the backpack. And instead of having such an arduous journey on getting to where I wanted to be, I started to enjoy it a lot more. I started is to, that how you, you know, came to the, is that how you came to the effortless life? I unload the rocks from the backpack, and I love, love, love that metaphor because every one of us, every one of us is packing something. And what I like to say is it's a lifelong process to unpack so you better get busy now because the longer you haul that around, the heavier it gets, everybody. So, Andrani, tell us from this powerful work that you've done, and I so admire you for it. You know, I'm a huge fan of digging deep and truly facing who am I, how have I been affected by the traumas in my life. And everybody gets their trauma. Everybody gets their suffering. The more I work with people in our seminars and and the work that I do, everyone's got something. So if you're sitting there listening to Indrani and going, well, wow, that's, that's different for me, it may be different. But you know you've had something in your life you need to deal with, so get busy with the backpack, everybody. So, Andrani, transition for us now. How did you take this extraordinary transformational journey and turn it into the effortless life? So, Dr. Brenda, I um, the story doesn't end there. I mean, as I share my story with people, they say it should be a movie, and I can see that happening. Um I, after I, want I, right, I want the rights to it. <laughs> I know, right? I know. It's a great it's, story. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, I will say, and, and, and I do want to provide a lot of valuable information, so I will skim through it really quickly. Um, I ended up marrying my rebound guy after the divorce. 
Um, and that was the best decision that I made because I almost fell into the same exact trap I did the, the last time in making a decision for, you know, a long-term relationship where I was like, oh, this one guy is amazing. He's divorced with a child just, just like mine. And this is really easy. But I ended up dropping into my heart and saying, wait a second, if I have a chance to, to, to make this work with my best friend, you know, let me see what happens. And as a result, you know, we, he's absolutely amazing. He's a better stepfather than a lot of dads I see out there and have another child. Um, so things were going great. Um, we bought a home in Los Angeles. And the funny part about that was we were in escrow in another home that fell through. And as it was following through, because they wanted more than the appraisal, I, I looked at my husband and I said, I don't feel like this is our home. And the next day I found our home, which was bigger. We were able to grow into it and it was, you know, even better than the home that we already had. So, so many times we get bogged down in, oh my gosh, why is this happening to us? And I always tell my clients, life happens for you always. We may not know it why. It does always happen for you. I agree. Yes. It's not happening so many to times. So we yeah. have such a short period of time left. Okay. I want to hear from you. Tell us more about the effortless life because it's clear from what you're describing that part of it is trusting your heart. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, you know, the, the effortless life is all about helping ambitious women break through their glass ceilings. So then they can live a life that is abundant, fulfilled, be able to make money, be able to have those relationships, and be able to do it by embracing their authentic self. So it's all about going through that transition. So we go through the purpose. And so many people don't understand what their purpose is. And it doesn't need to be a grand central thing. I think some some of the women kind of run away from that because they think of the Eat, Pray, Love movie where, you know, you have to go to balling, you have to leave everything behind. And I'm here to say that that's not it at all. You know, when I found my purpose in serving others in this modality, that's when things started opening up for me to say, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm able to give people massive transformations and get paid and still be able to pick up my kids from school and make more than I'm making corporate America. Heck, yes. So it's all about helping women really embrace who they are, go through the vulnerability, go through finding their purpose, building up their confidence, and really creating a strategy. I like to call it a roadmap for them based on where they are and where they want to be. And then we start creating action steps so they know exactly what they need to do to get there. And but, you know, like like I'm sure you understand, uh, Dr. Brenda, it's about setting that foundation, setting that mindset, setting all of those things in place with our confidence. Yeah, now our all purpose. of this happens online, which is one of the cool things about it. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. I, so do, I, if, I do have some local clients, but it's all through Skype. Um, I, I'm big on face-to-face. I feel like that's a really important part of the process. So it's all through Skype. So I have clients in Australia, New Zealand all over the U.S., and so it's amazing what technology can do. Technology can solve any problem, according to Peter Diamandis, within the next 20 years. So the thing that is important is if someone wants to really transform their lives and become that woman who can be authentic to really tap her heart and the power of her heart and get paid more 
what would be the first step that you would advise her to take? I would advise her to really start getting clear. So many times, you know, every single client that I've had and girlfriends and my network and coworkers, you know, at my old job, everyone has an idea of what they want, but they're not very clear on what that is. We all have an idea and we're very clear about what we don't want, but we don't spend enough time to really say, what do I really want? And, you know, taking it at a high level to say, okay, holistically in my life, what, what does that look like? But Oh, we have a little glitch there. Just as we're getting Indrani's juicy advice on what it would look like and what to do, she'll be back with us in a minute. Be patient, everyone. What a story. Amazing, amazing, amazing woman. And what a journey. Such courage. So, again, I'm going to turn it back to you. Where are you holding yourself back because it needs to look good? as opposed to feel good. You know, most of us have mastered looking good while feeling bad. That was my favorite way to live. It led me to massive anxiety attacks. When I was in graduate school, I can remember having an attack so bad. I went to the student health center where the doctor pointed out to me she couldn't believe I felt anxious because I looked as cool as a cucumber. So where are you hiding out? Where can you get on the train? And Ronnie is encouraging us to think about, to feel about, and to actually make changes. So in just a moment, we'll have Indrani back, and we only have just a very, very few minutes left in tonight's podcast radio show. And we want to leave you with a challenge. Where are you willing? Hi, I want to just leave people with a challenge. Where are they willing to make changes to make their lives more effortless? So, Andrani, we've Mm -hmm. got about four or five minutes here. You get to take us away. Okay, amazing. So, um, So, like I was saying, is really get clear on what it is that you want. A lot of the times... We, we, we talk about the concept of having it all, and I fully believe in it. I have it all. Um, but it's all about what is important to you. So maybe taking inventory on the different areas of your life and, and really saying, where do, I, where do I want to up-level and where do I feel like I can give more and be, you know, better, be um, more fulfilled? And really take a, a, a tally of where you are right now and then – Get clear with where you want to be. And as you do that, you can really dig deeper. So many times we're all about checking off the box and do we have the job? Do we have the husband? Do we have the kids? And I'm telling all of you right now, I've been there. I've done that. And it didn't work. So once you create that goal, getting very clear, drop into your heart and say, well, why do I want to do that? Why is such an important and such a wonderful question? Because that's when we can really start digging in and saying, okay, I want to make $100,000. Well, why is that? Because I would have enough money for my stability. Why is that? And at the end of the whys, usually it comes up with having that freedom in your life. So if that's what your why is, focus on that freedom. And what does that freedom look to you? And then start coming up with a list of things that you can do to start creating that. 
I'm very, very keen on creating 90-day goals because I feel like that's far enough. A year is so far out that that dangling carrot is really hard to see. But when you start creating 90-day goals in the different areas of your life, you can really start honing in and tuning in and making sure right, that so you're passing. three steps here. Let's just go over them. Everybody make a note. Number one, figure out what you want and then ask yourself why. That's number two. From your why, you're going to create 90-day goals. 90 days at a time. So you chunk it down. It's easier to digest and easier to execute. And from there, Androni, what's next? People now have their goals. So you reach your first set of goals. And you know what? I skipped the most basic step because you know what you started us with? The first step was to really, really get in touch with yourself, connect to your heart. Yes. And 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 that is and that is the key. So the why is the emotions. The why is, you know, really connecting your your mindset, your heart, your head, all of that. And the why is going to motivate you and push you to achieve that. So if it's financial freedom, so you can travel with your kids, that why is going to motivate you. So as you go through that, always pick two to three things that you can work on every day. And I call them ten minute tasks to reach that goal. And then from there, you know, evaluate in 90 days and do it and do an assessment, see, you know, where your rating goes, if it increased, awesome. And then just do another set of evaluation to say, okay, I achieved this goal. How is that making me feel? And if you're not getting an increase on your joy factor, then maybe it's sinking in a little bit deeper and saying, wait, so maybe that goal wasn't really aligned to me. Now, I want to ask a question because we're really all about everyone having everything they want. We're all about it. You deserve to have it all. When it comes to your love life, because this is Modern Love Radio, how do you encourage people to do the inner work to be prepared for love? Because obviously there's a skill set associated with that as well as the inner work to clear the blocks and the traumas and the fear that makes us shut. How do you approach that in your work? What would you advise people to do? Oh, my gosh. I advise them to really, again, get clear on what it is that you want. What emotions do you want in that relationship? So many times we visualize, and and you mentioned it earlier, that we're based on characteristics. We're based on, okay, tall, dark, and handsome, making a lot of money, has a steady job, and those are all attributes, but it's more of, and and I direct my clients a whole other way, and we go into the left field to say, how do you want to feel? What do you you experience doing with this person? And then we get into the creative visualization to say, um, don't really get into what they look like, because I feel like whenever you do that, you start limiting your opportunity and your options, but more of getting into those feelings on saying, where would you go? Would you go up, travel around the world? Would you go to plays? Would you be hanging out, hanging out at home? How would you feel? Would you have butterflies? You know, would your romance area be super hot? Like, how does that really feel? And then really weighing in and getting clear and getting real with yourself to say, now that I know how I want to feel and I know what I want to attract, Am I this person? And that's such an important part to have that list of how you want to feel, what you want. Exactly. Am I that person? So, Indrani, I can't believe we've come to the end of our time so 
fast. We could talk much, much, much longer <laughs> with you. You have so much to share. What a story. What a story and what a beautiful overcoming. And you know what I like the best is you've turned it around and said, how can I support other women on their journey? So I want everyone to know that you have a wonderful online platform. People can check you out. It's at www.theeffortlesslife.com. Is that correct? It's um, it's theeffortlesslife.rocks. Dot. dot rocks, R-O-C-K-S, the effortless okay. life dot rocks. <laughs> dot rocks. I love it. So rock out with the effortless life. That is very, very cute. So what's yeah. your last statement you want to leave us with right now, Andrani Phillips? Get the last you word. know what, um, Dr. Brenda, I saw your podcast. I listened to so many of them. You're absolutely amazing. And I would love to leave your community with um, a, a free master class on, you know, creating a a kick-ass, powerful vision board to be able to manifest that relationship and anything else that is important to them. So if if, if they're interested, I can give you the link and they can download it. It's a 45-minute um, class with a worksheet um, attachment to that, so then they can so really tell start. You what, send the link to me, and we will put it up through our social media. So everybody just hit me back at Dr. Brenda Wade on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we'll have it up everywhere for you, Andrani. Thank you so much. And you and can hit up back so that we, we link up. All right, everyone, stay tuned. Lots more wonderful guests like Andrani Phillips joining us as we continue on our journey of modern love because modern love is really modern light. Thank you to our great producer, LeGrand Green, our associate producer, Cliff Dunning, and to all of you, our modern love audience, much love and many blessings. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.